This podcast includes unapologetic logic and reason and may not be suitable for all audiences. In a world full of nonsense, he's been called the voice of uncommon common sense. He sees the abnormal that many find normal. Author and award-winning speaker, he is Chris. You've heard me ask before on different podcasts, I'll often say, do do good people do this? Do good people do that? And I say it as a way to just pointing out sometimes, obviously, what should I say? Unwise things to do. And so I might say, for example, do good people leave mountains of debt to their children? Obviously not. But somehow collectively, we're okay not only leaving it to our own children, but other people's children. I want to make a special point here because uh, it wasn't, you know, two, three years ago when the big mouth spenders were talking about modern economic theory, which basically was if you need more money, you just print it. (laughs) And how's that working out now? How's it working out now? I would just say to you without getting lured into a big debate, the good people leave mountains of debt to their children. At least not if they can avoid it. Do good people foolishly pass unjust laws like these red flag laws? You say, what do you mean unjust? It's your opinion, is it? Why don't you look through history? There's a reason why the Constitution protects against this. Specifically says, shall not be infringed. That becomes an unjust law, which is very important. Very important foundationally for for a society to have uh, just laws. Everything gets built out from there. Not everything, but a lot. So do good people foolishly pass unjust laws? I don't think so. Do good people leave borders unsecured or or or, or schools unsecured and, and complain about the, the big bad wolf when something happens? Make it go away. Well, why don't you lock the door? Why don't we start there? Do good people leave the borders wide open? They don't know who's coming or going? Not in any other country in the world. We're funding border walls in other countries, if that doesn't answer the question for you. Do good people bash Christianity? Now, I know that there's people that have a real axe to grind with the church, the Catholic church, Jesus Christ, God, and the whole thing all together. And I think that we need to pray and keep a keen eye on ways that we can positively influence people like that. And certainly somebody going through a difficult period might fall into a period where they might be be taking it out, holding a period of hostility. Why me, for example? But generally speaking, institutionally speaking, do good people bash Christianity or any other religion? As a country, we have welcomed and promoted, not promoted, allowed, peacefully, encouraged the development of every and other, every and uh, any other religion on the planet. But somehow it is okay in this modern era for our own people to bash Christianity as if somehow Christ himself is to blame for all these problems we have. Do you really believe any of that? 
You don't have to believe in Jesus Christ. I've said it a million times. I'm not here trying to evangelize and, and baptize. It's not my role. Not at all. But it doesn't mean I'm not going to talk about it. And it doesn't mean that I'm not going to speak out about it. When, when Christians are being blamed for problems that, that they've argued against, that people created for themselves. We could, talk, we could do a whole podcast on that. Do good people do it? Do good people uh, promote endless wars? It's gotten so bad that we're at the point now that nobody's even talking about peace. They just come to expect it. Is that something that good people do? Well, today I have another one for you. Another one for the list. What list? The list! <laughs> I don't know what list. Do good people disseminate propaganda? I don't know about you, but from where I come from, we were growing up, we used to talk about how you couldn't trust the Soviets. Always lying and spying. Couldn't, couldn't trust uh, the Nazis is the propaganda. In this country, there was a time when integrity, at least I was led to believe that it was valued. That there was value in the truth. But I don't need a politician or a newspaper or a government to tell me that. Either you believe in in the qualities of good and that good must prevail or you don't. Or you're just a lying, cheating scoundrel like the rest. Good countries, do they disseminate propaganda? Interesting question. I was led to believe no. The good countries do not do that kind of thing. It's that topic, that issue of propaganda being spread in our own country. I'm going to prove it to you. I'm going to prove it to you in detail in another moment, another highlight here for the Christopher Scott Show of material and information that you're not likely going to get anywhere else. I'll just say that. Before I get into this uh, deep, disheartening subject, well, that's a good sales pitch. Um, I want to say thanks a lot for all the emails, man. Uh, I don't know what has led to this uptick in emails, but uh, thank you very much. It's motivating to me. Uh, It's not really going to fit the mold today for me to start running down some of the names, but it was nice to hear from some of the people that I hadn't heard from in a while and uh, everybody taking the time to reach out. And uh, thank you. That's all I can say. This is the connection I have to the audience that lets me know that, you know, one or two people are still listening. And then, you know, somehow I'm still sane. And it's just a little feedback. You know, I get the download numbers and they go up and they go down. And you could get excited. You could get depressed. And I've just learned not to look too much. But the bigger issue is, I mean, I don't really trust these numbers, to be honest with you. (laughs) I have my suspicions about everything. But the emails, for the most part, I think I can rely on being sent by real people, and it means something to me. So I appreciate it. If you'd like to email me, you'd like to con- comment on the show or anything else, uh, you can reach me at info at ChristopherScottShow.com. So uh, anyway, thank you, everybody, for the emails, and I hope you keep it up. <laughs> I was in a, uh, a meeting the other day, and the guy says, uh, government will screw up anything. (laughs) That was the statement. And he didn't use the word screw up. I had to clean it up for the show. Government will screw up anything. There's another thing, a definition change, a perspective change, progress, really? And I blame this on Obama. And let me explain. Obama was so dazzling to a certain crowd 
that I think he made people genuinely believe the government was the answer. Where we are now, the progress we've made, we don't don't have to stand by and, and work and do things for ourselves. Who's to say government isn't the answer? I've got the answer right here for you. And he just completely upended everything that Reagan had set the foundation for. And you had all these blue hairs out there, I'll call them, going, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> Next, we just need to turn in our guns. Once we're disarmed, then we'll be completely reliant on the government. All these problems will be solved. Uh-huh. And there's people believing that. Anyway, it's really true. Government will screw up anything. It's just one of those foundations that we used to have is the idea of a limited government. I don't even hear anybody discussing that topic anymore. It'd probably be considered a threat to our democracy, for God's sake. I'm not kidding about that. I want to share with you a little information here today that you should be aware of. If you're a taxpayer, if you're a voter, I think you should know. This is called the um, Section 501 of the Smith-Munt Act, I guess. M-U-N-D-T. And who comes up with these names? I have no idea how to pronounce. Let me share with you a couple of highlights. To authorize appropriations for fiscal year 2013. Okay, So what that's saying is that this is the law, the legislation, the paper and the file that's providing the authority for this money to be spent for this endeavor. What endeavor? Well, in 2013, for military activities of the Department of Defense, for military construction, and for defense activities of the Department of Energy to prescribe military personnel strengths for such fiscal year. None of that is what I'm talking about. And for other purposes. Let's talk about those other purposes included in here. General authorization. The secretary and the broadcasting board of governors are authorized to use funds appropriated or otherwise made available for public diplomacy information programs to provide for the preparation, dissemination, and use of information intended for foreign audiences abroad about the United States, its people, its policies, through, listen to this, press, publications, radio, motion pictures, the internet, and other information media, including social media, and through information centers, instructors, and other direct or indirect means of communication. Now, just to break this down for you in case you're having trouble following along, it's saying that the Secretary and the Broadcasting Board of Governors will spend money in order to prepare and disseminate information for foreign audiences only. Very specific. And then saying that they can disseminate this information in pretty much any communication vehicle they choose. Okay? Pretty simple, right? Um, And it's intended for foreign audiences. All right? And... Uh, there's a, a reasoning. Who's controlling what this information is? What's saying here? To establish procedures to maintain such material, reimbursement for the costs, um, 
and ensuring that persons seeking release of such material have secured and paid for it. So the, the government's going to um, maintain the, the copyright of this, all right? This is the creation of propaganda. That's what it is. Saying, hey, um, and, and, and think about the history here, the recent history. Remember Russia Gate, the whole Russia running Facebook ads and you know, supposedly to help Donald Trump? And, and somehow this is the most evil, vile thing that anybody can ever participate in. And this is exactly what the American government has been doing under this law. It's unbelievable, really. Threat to democracy, really. Russian interference. Meanwhile, we're interfering all over the place. No funds shall be... Now, this is a very key part of this. No funds... Uh, to be used to influence public opinion in the United States. That was a condition of this law. How do you feel about it? Is that okay? You say, well, you know, do we want to let the people living under the, the trenches of Saddam Hussein know that there's a better way of life? Do we want to let the people in Tehran know that there's a, there's, a, there's a better way to structure your government? Is that our role? Is that our responsibility? Maybe. Maybe on a very limited basis. Remember what I said at the beginning, government can screw up anything. And you better believe that when they do, the consequences are pretty much the exact opposite of the intended consequences. Meaning, instead of attracting people to be, be friends with the United States, it's backfiring because they're tired of the United States meddling in their elections, if you can imagine that. Imagine that. But none of that is the big story. <laughs> none of that is really the story that I wanted to talk to you about, actually. It's about this part of the legislation. Section 501 of the Smith-Munt Act was amended in 2013 under yours truly, Barack Obama, allowing the agency to make program materials available domestically. Let me ask you something. And what what do you even know about it? You know, look at, and, and you know, you don't think there's a sensitivity to this? Do you remember what happened when Elon Musk put a label on NPR saying uh, publicly funded uh, media? And they've dropped Twitter. And by the way, their, 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 their uh, listenership and so forth has dropped way off as a result. But they're not backpedaling on it. Whoa! What, are you going to expose the truth? I want to come back to that. Is this type of actions, this type of shenanigans, is this good for our world image? And, and I know that this is, what I'm laying out here is coming new to a, to a lot of people listening. Probably not if you've been listening to the podcast for a while. I mean, you're probably not really surprised by this. The links are all here, by the way. This isn't conspiracy theory. I'm not. I'm not bashing anybody, but I'm not in the Alex Jones, you know, predicting the future category. I'm discussing to you the law of the United States. You can find it on on government websites. Is where I got it. Nobody's sharing it with you. How is that? Well, the rest of the world knows that's my point. 
the reporters at Al Jazeera know, the reporters at RT know, uh, the, the reporters in uh, German media know, the reporters in China know, they all know. People here don't know, but they know. And they've had enough. They know the truth that the United States has been meddling in elections and disregarding the, the opinion, the popular opinion of the people, and they've had enough. Why would, would they allow this? How is this even constitutional that this is going on in this country, let alone that people don't even know about it? Are you comfortable? You want to talk about Nazis and fascism? What about all the, all, the, all the Nazis that didn't participate in the war but happily sat there and funded the propaganda machine that allowed it all to happen? Are they not complicit? Absolutely. The war on Christianity, I, set, I snuck that in there at the beginning. And you say, boo-hoo, oh, the, Christ, the Christians are crying again. Oh, no. It's not the Christians that are crying. I'm not crying. I'm praying. I'm not crying. Because my eyes are open. But you start taking a look. And I, you, when I talk about repentance for this country, you better stand back and look at what's happened here. And we better damn hope that it comes to a screeching halt real soon. Thank God that, that the abortions aren't continuing like they are were. At their peak, 1.8 million babies being murdered every year. I say it carefully because that means there was 1.8 million mothers a year. Maybe some of you listening right now, I don't judge anybody. But it wasn't freaking right. And then, you know, in, in recent years, it'd be, it'd be, no, Chris, those his numbers are way down. It's just a mere seven or 800,000 a year being killed. As if people don't know how to keep their pecker in their pants. As if that's some kind of novel idea to expect that abstinence be a thing. That you actually be responsible for your actions. We, we changed all this. What have we gained from it? I've asked it a million times. Is this, the, is this what we call progress? I'm not seeing progress. I don't see this as a, a, a law. In the United States, making it legal for our government to fund lies. And if you don't see the foundational problem with that, I don't know what to say. It's the fiat money, the, the, the fiat media, the fiat politicians. They're working for China. None of it's real. None of it's true. Unbelievable to me. I wanted to say this about the Elon Musk involvement in this whole Twitter thing. I don't trust Twitter. I'm already hearing stories about censorship coming out of Twitter, the same about Truth Social. And I'm not bashing any platforms. Go Facebook, uh, FaceTime, Facebook, Twitter yourself to death. I will tell you this, the only platform I post on, which is very limited, is Gab. I really don't want a lot to do with any of it. If one's able to track and play games, the other isn't. In fact, I don't know that Gab's hands are completely clean in this regard. And I don't mean that an attack on their... Um, credibility, but I'm not sure that they're being completely transparent about what's going on there either. I don't trust social media. I don't trust government. If you do, God bless you. I was just reading an article. My wife's on, on uh, that, that um, stupid TikTok thing. And guess how they shut down the protesters in Hong Kong? A lot of it largely was the tracking from the TikTok. Idiots. They were smart enough to wear masks to get away from the facial recognition. Do you remember? But they're still on TikTok. They tracked them down. 
I don't know. Should is, should this propaganda process in the United States, should it be ended? I've been saying for a long time, defund NPR. And I, I did a, a, a little podcast on that. If you know what's going on with NPR, you know that it's actually quite a, a very small amount of their funding that actually comes from the government. Which I would say to you is more corrupt than ever. What? Why would you? Oh, it's funded privately. Oh, really? By like 20 companies. And that's an exaggeration. But don't tell me that those sponsor companies aren't getting special access to a lot of things. And they're complicit more than anybody in funding the propaganda machine. And you, and and if you don't want to, if you don't believe me, then tell me why they went on a on a on a, a, a wild fit when when Elon had the audacity to point out that it was government funded. Oh, we don't want people knowing that. Why not? Wouldn't you want to proudly say it? Your tax dollars at work. With all of this, ask yourself that if the if the government's putting out such great information, wouldn't they proudly claim it? This Facebook post proudly brought to you by Uncle Sam. Yeah, because nobody would believe any of it. Should there be a warning label? Elon Musk is doing it. That's the reason I bring it up. The question is, will it stick? You know, is Elon setting a new foundation? I see that the new uh, CEO or whatever she is, some lady I never heard of. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. She looks like a DJ or something to me. I'm like, was she spinning records now? She's running Twitter. I'm like, this is a little weird. I don't know. I don't mean to bash anybody. I'm sure she's going to be great. How's that? But not for me, because I'm not going to be there. Not likely. Not likely. I've been watching what's going on on Twitter. I have an account, but I'm like, I'm not getting sucked into this. They didn't uh, stop shadow banning. I tested it. Nah, they didn't reinstate, re-back anything, as best I can tell. And other people are saying the same. This guy, I don't know. He's, this Elon Musk, he's in cahoots with the Chinese. You know, I, and look, everything's upside down. You know, it almost seems like today's biggest freedom freedom fighter is Putin, right? Um, but you better step back and examine the constitutions of these countries but, but before you start jumping behind these things. What led to where they are now all of a sudden? Like, oh, great leaders. I'm, I'm not ready to go there. You don't see me, yay, China. I'm not, I'm not practicing Mandarin. I'm going to defend my own land. And the same with the Russians. There's a different foundation there people don't understand. And the basis of that foundation, by the way, is, is a faith-based one. I don't want to get into it here. But it, it makes a difference. It really does. And I'll talk about more about that another time. I don't, want, I don't want to bring religion into this because we've been kind of towing the line there. I want to keep it positive. I'd be interested to know what you thought, th- thought about this information. I really would. I'd like to hear your comments. Info at ChristopherScottShow.com. Does it bother you? Does it trouble you that people are uh, uh, in our government are manipulating information? There's no transparency. There's no accountability under this. Military purposes all around the world. I read to you the reports that we've upended all kinds of elections. I was hearing another report that part of this problem with Trump and the documents is this war plan for Iran that the military industrial complex Basically, the way I see it, it's had a plan to start World War III in the Middle East. They're going to take over all these countries. And I can just tell you, it was nuts. You know, the manpower. The, 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 the U.S. military, these generals, uh, including, uh, what's his name here? General Mattis. I read his book. I think him, too. Why he fell out of graces with Trump. 
Mattis supported that whole ongoing. He was a war guy. That's what he wanted to do. Now, part of that was that he knew exactly what I'm talking to you about. He knew that a country with unjust laws was always going to be a problem. The, the, the foundation, the moral foundation, is not there to allow fairness. And, and it's the reason that government screws things up. Governments can only ever fail. But there are institutions that have endured, for, endured forever, usually things like churches. They've been around the longest. Does that mean to say that it's perfect and always? No, it doesn't. I didn't say that. But I will say this. Think about this. Here's all these scare tactics out there from, you know, climate change to thermonuclear war to rising sea levels. Change and chaos on the way, says everybody. No, no, no. I really don't. But I know this. The risk is as high as ever. And wouldn't you want to be prepared just a little bit? So let me ask you this. In the event of a complete failure of government, the dollar fails, the U.S. military falls apart, borders wide open, people of all kinds of nationalities, gangs is running in and out. And you're gonna, what, how are you going to respond? You're going to run. You're going to run away. You're going to run to Britain. You're going to run to Russia. Where are you going to go? Canada? Good luck. What do you do? Lots of things you could do. I hear people talking about um, you know, setting up, uh, getting together with pe- local people, right? And, and that's my point. You're going to need to form a community. You're going to provide security because now you know, going to get water becomes a security risk. Everything changes. And so you'd want, you'd want to have these relationships with people that you know that you can trust. And I'm going to say this to you. I'll leave you with this thought. That if the lights ever go out in this country, there's another big threat, the EMPs. Do you realize if all the electronics were wiped out in this country, what would happen? We are so reliant. Businesses would shut down. Uh, fuel would not flow. Money would not flow. Everything would come to a screeching, abrupt halt, literally overnight. If government fails and there's a shutdown, do you think there's any chance that that church community, those people that you could rely on, that you knew that their moral foundation was consistent with yours, simply put that you could trust them, do you think that it would become vitally important? I would tell you, my friend, history would tell us over and over again, it really is important. God willing, I'll be back tomorrow. I sure hope to see you there. In the meantime, make it a great day.